Dewana Carl with A Weary She Encourages. Welcome back to this segment on getting through the dark clouds of life. There are many things that we have to deal with in this life. And I think the hardest one of all, and the one that has been defeated, is death. Listen in. really want to see this i want i want to check out this master plan that's about to start the master plan series that's about yeah i want to see that because let me let me something that catches my attention about these types of things first of all i'm gonna point out some some things in the story you you uh wonderfully illustrated um this this uh you know david so far you know but did you think 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 about this god told day god came to david remember Remember David, it came to David's mind to build a temple for God? Yes. And I think it was honorable because he went to Samuel first and like, hey, I have this idea. Samuel said, hey, you the king. Right. Well, it comes to the king's mind, the heart of the king. Go and do it. God. Right. Go ahead and do it. Anyway, remember God came to Samuel that night though and, and Samuel in turn went to David that following night. Remember and said, mm. hey, hey. So long to paraphrasing, you're not the one to build God's temple. It's going to be one of your sons. Jesus. Ooh. So listen, no, so when I think about, I just, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm so timid with this impression because I feel like it's, it'll really make you feel like, well, what do you do? To me, it, it can almost be scary because it's about providence. Listen, right. uh, D- David had a heart after God, David had, how did this, what was, what did God say about David? He, he had a heart after God's own heart. After right. God's own heart. You want to know? Now, this is a speculation, a biblical speculation, right? So we can chop this up. Right. But you want to know why he did? Why mm. I think he did? Because the scripture didn't say it specifically, but I, I feel like I see this. Because God put it there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. <laughs> Whoa. It so it's like, and it's, it's weird because thinking of it like that, right? It, to, I, I see people, inspire, I've heard preachers preaching this to aspire to be like david because he was a man after god's own heart right, right. but th- so then they talk about all the good things the five smooth stones right smack in the middle with a head he didn't right. care how big the giant was yes he was this he was that but they don't talk about this issue with Bathsheba. they don't talk about this man Even this right they here Solomon, they don't talk about this this right this here <laughs> this right man. here though this right oh here God. though okay you know, i mean i saw something in solomon that i just man it's it's turning a dime on on on, on a whole lot of things that i saw and i like you said god is sovereign mm. and you know in every what i what i see about it though number one i realize that whatever's happening in my life i can't control it but what i can do is learn from it Mm, mm, and I believe mm, that those mm, lessons are not meant for me to be perfect. What those lessons are meant is for my relationship with God to be more intimate. Because mm, when I come to a place that I <laughs> learn something more about God, what that does, if anything it should do. Increases your faith. Come on. It, it increases oh, my faith. It increases my need. It increases my desire to get into his presence. Because one thing I realized, you know, the one thing that I found, look, this is a lesson. I heard a man say, and I was sharing this with Lisa. 
I heard a man say that a lesson will not fall on, on good ground unless you've been through it yourself. Okay. A lesson ain't going to fall on good ground unless you've been through it. This is something that I can say I have had to learn so many times over. I can't even, I can't even count. I remember one time even asking a pastor, why is it that when I find myself in these situations that I feel like I'm so grown that I don't go back to God? Why is it that I'm so comfortable? But this, let me tell you what God did. He kept putting me through the same thing over and over and over and over till I got to a point that now I wish I would. I wish I would because I realize now that I have eyes that I don't, I can't see. I admit it now. I don't act like I got it going on now. No, 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 no. Because I didn't hit that head so many times. I, I, I know what it is to say. I think I hear and I understood. No, I go back to God. Okay, because when I look at Solomon, look, God is giving you some spidey senses, and yet you still think you got it going on. You still in mm. love with your own height. Mm. That's what I learned from Solomon. Mm. That's the lesson God has taught me over and over and over and over again. The one you don't know nothing. You better come back to me. <laughs> and listen, you, I was thinking about this scripture in Corinthians. If you're familiar with it, please let me know or, or state it. If not, I'll have to find it while we're talking. But remember that scripture that says we are like clay jars. Like, and there, there's, yes. there's light. There's light in the clay jars. You know what yes. I'm the only way for light to clay, to clay is not translucent, right? So light don't can't pass through it. The only yes. way for the light to shine is for the for the for the for the earth to crack. You know what I'm it saying? It got to crack. Uh, so that even when that's something start, in itself. Like the, the brother, yeah. there is beauty. You know what? And we don't hear. We don't hear. Look, nobody wants to suffer. Like, no, well, nobody wants that. But the thing about it is, is that when we are in a place of neediness, when we realize how desperate we really are, we really are. We, if we don't maintain that type of, I'm, I, why do we have to go stay in crisis? You know what I'm saying? To realize how bad we need God. Mm. You feel what I'm mm. saying? And I, I, I'm not just saying, I'm not just saying to make you wealthier and wiser and all of that. I'm saying that you need God, period. Uh -huh. Might I interject? Might I interject? You need God to live. You see? The problem period. is, the problem is we were created to eternally, originally, but something happened and it changed. God spoke something and it changed. Death was ushered into human, unto humans. Mm. Everybody don't believe that. I understand that. But this is a part of the faith, right? This is <clears throat> part of the process, right? But so so when it comes, because I get so frustrated with hearing people talk about salvation and they never say it as plain as I want them to. But I'm like, who am I, right? I can't demand such a thing. But I wanted to be clear because I'm tired of the unclearness or the mm. ambiguity. Right? Mm -hmm. Let's be clear about this. And it, Come people on, get please. it twisted. They get it mm. twisted. Oh, God, so I can have riches and comfort. and da -da -da -da. We talking about living forever, ma'am. Right. Yeah, yeah, with the absence of those enemies to life. Right. The chief enemy is death. The chief. Right. And, and if we don't have a good, uh, you know what? The reason why we, and I think that was the one, it's hard to counsel somebody that has not been convinced that God is telling you the truth. Right. Mm. It's hard to counsel people. 
that are not convinced. Because I believe the Bible says he, a man should be convinced <gasps> in his own mind. So yes, it's yes. hard. It's hard to convince someone that God is telling you the truth. And so when we talk about death, so so to speak, when we let's just talk about death. Period. When we go and and we you go you standing at a funeral. You standing you standing at a funeral. I have a hard time even standing there. You know why? The reason why I have a hard time standing there because I know that that person not there no more. Because God says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, right? Hold on a second. To be absent from the body is to be uh welcome back Miss Lisa. To be absent from the body is to be welcome I mean uh to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, okay? So when whenever we thinking about death, you know, death is 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 so it is it, it's, it's so final. It it it's 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 it, it tears us apart, right? But the thing about it is that when we keep we can we can keep our minds on the truth of God's word. When we can keep our minds on the fact that God said that where he is, I am preparing a place for you. I am preparing a place. This is for somebody right now that's grieving. I am preparing a place for you. There where I am, you will be. I promise you this. Even Jesus had to do the same thing for the disciples because they their hearts was broken. But see, this is what, the, what people miss when they was on the Mount of Transfiguration. And he told them this. And he, he, he said, it got to go. They were grieving. They, they couldn't stay up. They didn't go to sleep. I heard some a pastor explain this. He said they didn't go to sleep just because they wanted to go to sleep. They were grieving. They were hurt at the whole depression. The whole, they were depressed at the whole idea that Jesus wasn't gonna be with them. That's what mm. was. And he said, "No, I need you to. I need you to press in now." What is God saying? That in the midst of your pain, this is the time. This is the time to press in and come to me so that you can have the comfort you need. This is a fact that you can't change. Death is not one of those things that we can change. Ain't nobody getting out of here alive. Nobody. That's a fact. Whether we're talking about the ones that we love, the ones that I'm thinking about in my mind right now, they're not getting out of here alive and neither am I. So the fact of the matter is, where do I find comfort? Where are you finding comfort, brothers and sisters? Where are you finding comfort? Let it be not in the, the, the things of this world. God wants you to come to him. He is in the thick cloud of darkness. He's in there. He's in that place where you don't know what to do. He's in that place where it's so dark that you don't know. You can't even get your head up. He's in that place where your heart is broken and you just can't make one more step. When you just feel like you can't do it no more. He's in the place called the thick cloud of darkness. Live on this scripture. I was so glad. I was so blessed this morning when I found that scripture, Lisa. To know that God is there. You know, sometimes we want to self-medicate because we don't want to be in this place. We don't want to be in this place of darkness. It hurt too bad. I don't want to be here. 
But so God is saying, what I would like, in there, what, go ahead and come on to me so I can get, because I am, I am. He said that, guess what? We put labels on it. We put other stuff on it. But guess what? God, God got so cold with it, Lisa. He said, I'm the, I am that I am. I hope you were blessed by today's segment. And I hope that you always remember that he is the great I am. He is everything we need. So while you're in that dark cloud, remember that. In the meantime, I pray that we get to see you again for the last segment in this series and in the meantime keep up the faith and stay encouraged